0: Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts Adam Lund and Jeremy
1: Boucher. Oh, welcome back to Wildcast Studios for another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats. I am your host Adam, and I am joined in studio by maybe the luckiest guy in the city of Moncton, uh, your favorite co-hoster, now my favorite co-hoster, Mister Jeremy Boucher. <laughs> Oh, man, our, <laughs> it, we almost called our shot, eh? Like, we just about called our shot. I actually, in fact, I think I did call. I said, if you, if you want something, if you want to win something, get Jeremy to do it with you and, uh, made it happen.
0: What did I tell you when we walked into the rink, Adam, on that Thursday night? Uh, you're feeling lucky? I, I was feeling lucky. Yeah. And there was that nice, nice lady that was, uh, right there. She was like, 50-50, 50-50. And I said, no. No, gotta it, be strategic. Gotta be strategic. Yep. And I said, I turned to you. I said, we gotta buy it, second intermission. Yeah. I know they gotta go see. It. And and you, you were steadfast on that. Yeah. And we walked around in a second intermission, yep. and you said, oh, let's get our tickets here. I said, no, 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 no. One more corner. I was like, this is the guy. Yeah. This is the guy. Uh, and lo and behold,
1: we, it was the uh, guy. It
0: was the guy. Um. So yeah, anybody who was uh completely under a rock uh during that. <laughs> Last Thursday game yeah. against Bay Como. Uh, Quebec. Quebec, sorry, my bad. Um, Adam, uh, Adam and I cashed in, uh, big 50-50 winners. And, um, you know, I was uh, I was excited. I think
1: uh, I was high-fiving random strangers, which, of <laughs> course, is not supposed to be done in no. these days. And it's, um, and it's funny. I've never, ever, uh, like, faked it. With the 50-50, like where it just draws a number and you're like, yeah, but you don't actually win anything. I've never actually done that for attention. So to actually win, uh, it, it was it was pretty, and I wasn't going to buy 50-50s that night. Like I, I wasn't planning on it. I just happened to find a 50-50 doubler mm-hmm. and I was like, well, we might as well split it and see what see what we can get. But
0: Yeah. And that was pretty fun. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, 14, we each got $1,450, I think. So yeah. Uh I, I actually uh, don't go out and buy much for myself, but uh that uh that next night, that Friday, I went out to the NB liquor and did the old bar in a box for a hundred bucks <laughs> and got myself nice. uh some Crown Royals, some Jack Daniels, some spiced rum and some Bailey's, and I can confirm that uh two and a half of those bottles are already gone, uh in less than a week. So
1: And then <laughs> And, you
0: won yesterday. Uh, that, yeah, I did. Um, so I Again. I uh, got an email from the Wildcats indicating that I is uh, one of the uh, Make the Play winners, $25 gift card to uh, Sports Rock. So I will uh, enjoy that. Probably spend it on booze.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, and then the TV from a yeah. couple of weeks ago. So it's ridiculous. So it's, literally, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to win something- Contact Jeremy on our Twitter DM, Monkton Wildcast, on our instant Instagram DM, Wildcast Podcast. I'll get that message over to him. Uh, And now on TikTok, I'll get that message to him. Uh, That's where you can find us. And if you want to win something, this is your connection to uh, to make that happen. Um, No quick question tonight. Um, Uh, Well, kind of. What? Kind
0: of. So, um, yeah. So Monday, Monday was a pretty historic day. Uh, The the Tim Hortons and Justin Bieber yeah. collaboration mm-hmm. of uh, of the uh, Tim Biebs. So marketing 101. So I thought, Adam, I thought maybe we could uh, sample some because uh, I've yet to... Hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah. Hashtag not a sponsor. I've yet to uh, put any of these into my mouth. Uh, so I thought maybe we could uh, try these and, and kind of give them a score out of, uh, what do you say, five or 10? Five.
1: Out probably. of five? Okay. I don't know what flavor I'm getting, so...
0: Let's, uh... You try that one. I'll try the same one. I figure that's got to be What are the three flavors again? This is... is... That one's got to be the... This looks
1: like the waffle one. Isn't there a chicken waffle or something?
0: Is that a waffle one? I don't know. Yeah, that looks like a waffle one or a chocolate white fudge. No. Sour cream.
1: Let's try it. Let's do this one. It's not bad. I think this is the chocolate and the uh, white fudge, is it? Mmm. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah,
0: this is going to be the uh, chocolate Mm.
1: white fudge. Yeah, that's what this is. I mean, I'm not rushing out to get them. Or is this sour cream chocolate chip? Uh, If it's sour cream, I don't taste sour cream. Yeah, this is going to be- For those listening on audio, you should really click over the YouTube. We're actually eating these on- I uh... figure this is sour cream chocolate chip. Holy crap, that's huge.
0: I think, oh, that's that's a that's, I think that's a Siamese one. Oh, okay.
1: Um, then there's
0: this one. This one's got to be the... This is definitely birthday cake waffle. You try
1: that. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't really improve on birthday cake flavor. You can, you can taste a birthday cake. It's you just like going
0: it. to a birthday cake pancakes. At, yeah, I
1: exactly. That's pretty much exactly what it is. Very sweet. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not... I'm not rushing to get these. Um, they're, they're all right. They're different. Yeah,
0: they're sweet. Su- it's sweet. I'll give a... I'll give it a... I'll get a two and a half and
1: a five. Yeah, I'll give the chocolate chip one a three. Mm-hmm. And I'll give that one like a two. Because like, would... all I tasted was birthday cake. Like, I didn't get any waffle. It was and basically birthday cake.
0: This has got to be the chocolate the uh chocolate white fudge. Oh, that one will roll. Huh. This looks, looks like a... Coronavirus variant. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not
0: bad. Sweet. Yeah, Very they're really, sweet.
1: They're sweet. You are really gonna taste the chocolate, so you can't really taste the outer, right? Like, yeah. I feel like it should have been infused in the chocolate or infused I in the... Not just a layer on the outside, cause or like a Boston cream, but like the
0: white fudge, like inside, yeah. the inside the Timber. Yeah. Um, I'll give that one a two.
1: Yeah. You these like? aren't uh, these aren't really
0: wowing me. No, I really like this. Uh, this must be the chocolate white fudge.
1: All right. Well, while you uh, while you finish those, we're gonna get to uh, news and notes from around the queue. <laughs>
0: and notes from around the queue. I literally did a, an hour of cardio just for this moment. <laughs> I went to the gym
1: and did an hour of cardio just because I knew we were going to be eating some Bieber balls tonight. <laughs> and and you know what? I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Um, yeah. Some news in the uh, in the maritime division for sure. Uh, news broke yesterday in uh, in Sydney as Jake Grimes has stepped away from the Eagles due to personal family reasons. Uh, they were last two wins in the last 24, but, uh, I mean, I don't think this was an on-ice issue at all. Um, as obviously this is a young team rebuilding, but this is, uh, this is more of an off-the-ice thing. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, we, we want to wish, wish him the best in, in whatever personal family issues, uh, arise. Um, just be interesting to see who they bring in. If they, if they kind of bring somebody in or if they just stick with an assistant and kind of rebuild and and re-kick this thing off. Next year with a with a new a new coach.
0: Well, I'll mention his name. I think this is two weeks in a row. I bring up the Andrew Barrington's name. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So boy, boy, my little boy Barrington, boy wonder, boy wonder, Andrew Barrington. Yeah. Um, obviously, big big insider for the for the Cape Breton Eagles. <laughs> you know, very reliable yeah. uh, source here. And uh, he said even the players didn't even know. Uh, why, oh, really? Yeah, why Jake Grimes oh, was okay. uh, left the team. So uh, clearly something that's. Uh, you know, within his inner personal yeah. life. And yeah. uh, we wish him the best. Uh, anytime I hear the name Grimes, I just think of Frank Grimes from The Simpsons. You know, it's, I'm Homer Simpson. I'm returning to work without <laughs> washing my hands. Because <laughs> I'm Homer Simpson. Then he electrocutes himself. Yeah. 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 Like, some of my favorite Grimes. grimy.
2: Yeah.
0: Well,
1: <laughs> well, that's over. Like, it's too bad uh, you can't think of it. Well, I mean, I guess you can. Right. He'll probably still be brought. Oh, up. yeah, but he'll be back. Uh,
0: yeah. In, in terms of uh, replacements, I'm a big. I'm a big fan of Chris Colligan. I know he's uh, he's, he's uh, currently their assistant coach, and he's from Sydney, played for the Eagles. So to me, it's like, I think it's a perfect fit. Um, I think is it Matt, Matt Anthony that's going to re- replace him? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, on an interim basis. But he's decent, but uh, I think if you want to build, if you really want to be a community team uh what better way than to literally have a coach that's from Sydney yeah a former eagle yeah uh that's that's how you kind of build uh you know
1: build community Both team community, help change the culture yep. which they were kind of starting to change with mm-hmm. with Jake Grimes there
0: exactly so uh yeah that kind that kind of came as a surprise um you know obviously the other one we'll get to here in a, in a minute yep. uh shouldn't uh <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. No, absolutely, uh, not. this one was one of those ones that came out of left field. So
1: yeah, wish uh, wish Jake all the all the best for sure. Yeah, and speaking of the other news in the division, uh, the Titan finally relieved Mario DeRoche of his duties, uh, basically after a terrible start for this team uh, that came in with so many uh, expectations. They've hired former assistant from the Schwinnigan Cataract Jason Clark. You and I have given our thoughts, but we thought why not bring in friend of the show and from I have eight podcasts in Bathurst.com, Jonathan Waugh on the show to talk about uh, what's happening up in Bathurst. Johnny Rocket, how are you?
2: It's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year.
1: Oh, and actually voice of stick tap of the week. Now, uh, how are you, buddy?
2: I'm pretty <laughs> awesome, man. Doing really, really well.
0: Good to hear. Hey, uh, just before we get started with this interview, have you tried the uh, Bieber balls yet?
2: Yes, actually, I did a TikTok like uh, two hours ago with my son. Oh uh, yeah, we actually get yeah, we actually gave notes on each of the Bieber balls.
0: Okay, we yeah, <laughs> we just did our own yeah. little review of them. So that's at the uh, yeah start so of the
1: show. Your pro- yours is probably better than ours. Yeah, we're not. Well, uh, I don't know your kids' what a is star your
2: opinion, but two two of those are pretty pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so yeah i mean mario fired after i guess three seasons with bathurst uh 2019 he went 12 and 40 last year in the bubble he went 21 and 10 which i i assume saved his position this year uh and then 10 and 10 just not not a good start for a team with so many expectations
2: yeah not at all um in my opinion it's like a year and a half too late uh, for if my old uh, podcast buddy for mark he's been three and a half two too late three and a half years too late because he, he always hated him ever since the titan got him and um I mean a lot of people said that probably last year saved his job for this year but when you think about that i mean last year was nothing than than normal i mean we played against against uh you guys well against Munken and St. john like 95 percent of the time yeah Obviously, it's pretty easy after a while to get some wins. I mean, yeah, we finished fourth in the division, but was it really fourth? Uh, I have a hard time saying it was, um, but this year we were good at the beginning of the year. I mean, we went 5-0 and 6-1, and but uh, when Bennett McArthur got injured uh, a while ago, Everton just went down the drain, and in my book, if you basically rely on one guy well don't consider your team uh, a contender team because if you are basically just uh one injury a of getting like a, a really bad uh, stretch it's pretty bad but yeah uh, like i said to everybody since i've started i started speaking about marie is gone when you're a coach your job is to coach your job is to adapt your job is to find um solution is to make changes line changes is to Adapt on the power play if it's not working is to adapt on the PK and maybe Mario did that earlier in his years because I mean he's been coaching for like for 30 something years but nowadays I don't think its style of coaching was the right style and I don't I sure hope all the best for for him but I doubt he will get another at least ed coaching job in the queue maybe will be like an assistant or something somewhere but in terms of coaching, is like outdated, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. too much to – because I don't want to be mad, be mean to all the kids because, I mean, some kids are awesome, but the majority of kids nowadays, they're like mini businesses. They're like their own little companies, and they're all princess. So you have to <laughs> deal with that. But yeah. older coaches as a different set of minds. Yeah. is basically their way or the eye way. If it's not working the way I'm going to tell you guys, well, screw you. It's not working nowadays. So you need a coach that is here for the right reason to change, to adapt, to be a mentor to those kids, not basically the, the big bully that you're scared of every time they're going into practice.
0: Yeah, spot on. Uh, you, you it's literally, all about brand now. Yeah. You literally took the words right out of my mouth. So it's tough for me to really get a, <laughs> a, another question in here. But, uh um, obviously, uh, news made around that, uh, Jason Clark, uh, was brought to yep. um, uh, as the new head coach, this, this Jason Clark, uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, this is a guy, oh, who, nice. yeah, this is a guy, um, when, uh, when, when Rumble was canned here in Moncton, um, he was one of the guys that I was hoping would, would make the jump from, uh, from junior A to the, to the Q. Uh, so this yep. is a, for me, it's, it's a really smart hire, um, you know, someone who's been around, you know, the junior hockey ranks for, you know, long enough to 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 know what it's like to 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 coach a championship team. Like this is this yeah. is a guy. If you look if you look at his record with Carlton Place, he's you know, I think he's won GM of the year, he's won Coach of the Year. So this is a guy that's uh, I, I think will will do a lot of good for um, for for Bathurst. Uh, what what do you know about him and what of your I guess your 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 Contacts close to the uh the bathrooms organization expect uh uh him to bring to the team.
2: Well, I mean, obviously, when um I got I kind of got the words that he it was him like a week before his hiring, so I had a lot of research going on, but obviously. There's not much to know other than he actually had a dynasty in Ontario with Carlton plays, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I mean, you won coach of the year like four times and gym of the year a couple of times. He went to the, the – not the provincial, but the final in junior year like two or three times. I mean, that's really awesome. But in terms of coaching, I have no – well, I had because I know, I know now. I had no clue what kind of coach he was, but in my opinion – he has to be the total opposite of Mario Di which from what I heard from a couple of guys that actually know him, I actually spoke to two guys that actually played for him in Carlton Plays because when the Titan announced um, his hiring, there's a lot of comments and shared and retweet were happened on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I noticed a few guys, and I just sent him a quick, a quick message just for fun. And he basically said that if you deserve to play, you will... Love that guy. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you have to work hard for him. But if you're working hard, you're going to deserve every single minute that you are in a game. You're going to love that coach. He has a different system than Mario Desroches from what I heard. And in practice, it's funny because I'm <laughs> sorry, but um, I had um, a friend. One of my friends was at the key serving today, and it was his first practice. And he said, when I saw the guys getting on the ice, I just sat down for fun to see if the new coach was there and um he's a guy that actually walks around the arena he says often i was there when mario had like some practice and it was either like do this do that or sometimes he was like <laughs> petting a fuse um <laughs> so it was like cursing and everything he said it's total opposite with jason clark i mean mm-hmm. he's really cheerful, he's, he's speaking really loud, but it's for the right reason. He's congratulating the boys on a nice play and stuff like that. So that's a different mentality. So I like everything that I heard so far about him. But like I said, I never saw his what's his game plan, what kind of, of scheme he's using. But from what I heard from other players, person that know him from you right now, um, I guess it's a great hire. A lot of people were kind of shocked. Because, yeah, obviously, everybody knows that the Titan will go all in this year. And hiring like a, a rookie coach, kind of, mm-hmm. in the queue, is definitely not a rookie coach in his career. But he's a rookie coach in the queue. was kind of a bit of a questioning. But from all the hours that has passed since yesterday, I only heard positive things about that guy. So I can't wait to see him in action on Thursday in batters.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it's 10 and 10. This team's not where anyone up in, in Bathurst thought they would be. Uh, no, we no, don't want to no. get much of your your uh, after Christmas wish list, but just, you know, what's the sense around this, uh, around the city and, and what people are, are wanting? It's too late to, to not really go all in. You're still going all in this contending year, but what are you kind of hearing about, you know, the old wish list there, sir?
2: Well, it's, if- it's really an odd year because usually I get a few of my contacts saying that oh Sylvain was like chatting with this guy blah blah blah. Right. But this year I mean it's it's there's nothing yet, and I have a feeling that I mean obviously he's prepared. I mean Sylvain knows what he's gonna do. Uh, probably had a few. I have a few trail already in place. But I think his mind was so set on. I have to make a coaching change because it's not working. Yeah. And it was in a newspaper a couple of weeks ago. He went he went down the dressing room and had a big chat with Mar-Zurashi. And I guess from what I've heard, Marguerite said, Give me up until Christmas to put the, the board back on. If I can't, let me go. <laughs> but I guess he he didn't last that long because it was like two weeks after and he's gone now. Yeah. So in terms of players, I mean, I said it on your first show uh, at the beginning of the year. My dream would be Miguel Tourimi, but honestly, I don't know if he would be the main like addition that we need to add right now because I think we need depth at forwards. Right. Our rookies are good. I mean, they're not amazing, but they're not bad. But we need more grit, more veteran presence on the third and the fourth line to do that. Do you trade asset? Do you trade picks? Do you trade um, guys in the lineup right now? Do you send a couple of youngsters back in the midget or in the junior? Hey, honestly, I don't know. And I honestly don't know who's available that would actually be nice to add because the first thing that comes to my mind is three years ago when we went all in. We added Samuel Asna. Back in the days when we got Samuel Asna, people were like, who the heck is that guy? But we sure know who that guy is now. He seemed to work out. He's one of the main main reasons we won two two cups. So it's one of that kind of guys that we need to add. Like, not the big ticket guy, but somebody that will know his role. That is fine with that and will excel in that role exactly like a Samuel Italian did, exactly like uh, a Samuel Asnan did also. So, I don't know if we're gonna go after like the big ticket guys like, like Eliot Desnoyers or Miguel uh, uh, or those kind of guys, mm-hmm. or he's just gonna go at depth experience, um, more like. Ex- Mature kind of fellas because even at defense, I mean, we were pretty young in the back like our fourth, fifth, and sixth defensemen are really young. Well, and the seventh, also, he's a rookie. But, um, I think that's pretty much what Sivan's gonna do. But God knows, I mean, we always have some <laughs> surprises with him. Maybe we'll make like a blockbuster trade with a team and get three players at the same time or something like that.
1: For sure.
0: We haven't seen a trade like that in a while. That would be No, no. <laughs> right. No. Uh we've got a couple yeah, but of... it would be nice. <laughs> yeah. We we've, we've got a couple guys that uh you know, we might we might be willing to yeah. to, to give if For the, first rounders. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. couple first rounders. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm I'm not here to talk about the the Wildcats, but I'm kind of curious like what do you guys think that Moncton will do. I mean, you guys are doing pretty great. I mean, it's surprising, obviously, if you look at the at the the team. But do you think it's going to be like a big sell off at Christmas? Do you think you're going to add something, or I don't even know how to think. You guys will do that. My
0: my early prediction. Uh, I know we're you know a month less than a month away yeah. from the trade period. Is I think we will move a forward and a defenseman. Uh, okay. And if we bring any players in. Uh, it'll be a trade for the future uh like okay. a, like a player who like at the
1: draft player comes back
0: kind of like a player who's you know wants a change of scenery okay. uh someone that's like a you know a 17 year old or an 18 year old that needs a change I of scenery uh you know someone like a, like a maritime kid that's you know playing in Quebec that you know wants to be pulled okay. closer to home or something like yeah. that um or just yeah, a player sense. who wants to you know needs a change of scenery wants more ice time uh, so it's that's that's the only situation I see
1: where we actually bring a player in. Yeah. Uh, and I I would say stay yeah, the, because, like stay the course. Like there's there's no point and I hope it winning is fun. Let's get that out of the way. But I hope it doesn't get to the point where we're buying X and Y to win a playoff round and get to round 2. Like that's yeah. that doesn't help the future when we're we're trying to build for 2 3 years down the road. So yeah, we've yeah got... because
2: when I, when I look at your lineup, I mean, you guys have a lot of guys that could be interesting, but after I'm thinking like, but who's going to be available? That's mm-hmm. my thing. Yeah. I mean, you have like a Labelle, uh, a Pilot, a Lang I mean, even a, um, a couple of other guys that are really interesting for other teams, but are they going to be available? That's a whole other yeah. question.
0: I don't think we'd see uh, Pilot traded, but no. uh, you know, there's obviously someone like Labelle or Langlois or, or Anthony Hamel. Uh, you know, yeah, those yeah. are you know, probably I think three players that uh, are are likely going to get uh, some interest, but at the same time, we have to look at, you know, take into consideration that those are all. 19-year-olds, and we can't go and trade all the 19-year-olds because then you're going into next season needing 20-year-olds and then you're trading assets to get 20-year-olds. So uh, it just doesn't make sense to trade them away uh, to then turn around and have to make deals to bring in players. So, uh, you know, that's why I say, I think, you know, between Langwa and LaBelle, one will be traded. uh, And I think Anthony Hamel is, you know, probably uh, will be gone as well. So it's, Hmm. uh, those are kind of, Two trades that I can I can see happening for sure.
2: Yeah, but definitely. I mean, depending on who's getting traded, you guys could have like a really awesome trio of twenty-year-old next year. Because mm-hmm. I mean, again, all depends. I mean, who who do you trade or and not? But yeah, um, yeah, they it's a pretty pretty uh, talented players, especially a, a label that blew up this year. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and that's the thing is, and you don't want to you don't want to mess with the chemistry because I got a a nice no. little chemistry uh, going. But you did a good job there at the end, teasing our next through two or three episodes there, Mister Mister Because well, we're gonna have the trade and it's funny trade because and stuff because coming I actually
2: up. Actually, spoke to Jeremy like, this week. I was wondering if you guys were like making like a trade episode or oh, something like yeah. that. And I guess you guys are doing
1: it. Yeah, we usually try to get. Uh, get the you know the old media roundtable and get yeah. the views from across the maritime division and then we got our mega episode on the uh i don't know last week before christmas so yeah so yeah. Clear, nice. clear your schedule there clear for your schedule uh, december will, december
2: 20th and by by that time i'll try to uh, uh, shut little you night know, chuck my contact around <laughs> the, the league and to yeah. see if i can get some old gossip from a from the Titan and maybe from a few other teams also, because mm-hmm. we're going to, San John is probably going to buy everything in special at the, at the Black Friday. So we are going to be on the move for sure. Oh, well,
1: they won't yeah. be getting no Black Friday discounts. No, not, not, this year. No, <laughs> not this year. Not this year. Overcharge. <laughs> full <laughs> pop, full pop Christmas deals, but yeah, 13th and the 20th yeah. will probably be our two uh, yeah. trade episodes. So man, we really appreciate you taking the time and uh, no problem. Hopefully we didn't keep it too long and uh, we'll see no, you. Uh, we'll chat in a couple weeks, man.
2: Talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. All okay. right. Sounds See good, ya. buddy. Thanks. have a good one. Goodbye. Okay.
1: Bye. Yeah. It, <laughs> I knew if we brought him on, he was gonna be happy about the the coaching uh relief because that was that was it's the most <laughs> yeah.
0: Wonderful yeah, and he wasn't time. singing about Christmas,
1: ladies and gentlemen. He wasn't <laughs> singing about Christmas at all. Um it, it'll be interesting, which I tweeted from the show, like. The coach bump, right? You always get that coach bump for a week to ten days, and a mm. a week to ten days. And Bathurst is pretty much into the trade deadline period, and you got to figure out what you want to do quickly. Uh, this is this is the right move. Right? Uh, oh, it's, the right move. Uh, it's yeah. the right move. It's the
0: right move. It's the right. They're bringing in the the right coach. Uh, I already said that I was high on him, and yeah. uh, I when I said I was hoping he'd be one of the options when. When Rumble got canned, I was being honest. I knew he was ready to make that next step.
1: But So far, I think two of your three options back then are now in the Maritime Division. There you go, all right. So Clark, Gordy Dwyer, and I think you had P- Felix Potvin as one of your...
0: Felix ago. Potvin, yeah. But, uh, but I don't he, think he's ever leaving Magog.
1: I think there was one more, but I did, can't he, remember. He left Magog. Um, did he?
0: Who's their coach now? Another former player. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess Robida's dad, isn't it? Stefan Robida, I think, is the coach of Magog now. No. So. Uh yeah, Felix Poffen moved on. I think I'm not exactly sure what he did, but uh, yeah, Gordon Dreyer ended up in Maritime Division. Jason Clark ended up in Maritime Division. Uh, so there's uh you know there's good coaches out there that, uh, um you know they're gonna get their big break. Uh and this is a this is a big one for for Jason Clark. It's a fantastic coach. Uh players are gonna love him. Uh and you know if this doesn't turn Bathurst around, I don't know what will. So they're uh you know if they're you know, if they're still, you know, losing games left and right here, I'll be I'll be surprised. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, good call. Yeah, head coach Stefan Robita. Robita. Yeah. that's a that's a coaching uh, lineage here from Felix Potvin to Stefan Robita. And well, they, you know, I it's... mean, they were really good with Felix Potvin. So mm-hmm. I mean, and they're is, really good with, uh, with Stefan with, Robita. With Robita as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah,
0: it's I, I'm not sure we're we're. Let me check the old uh, Felix Potvin database. Uh, Database. All right. While well,
1: you do that, uh, we're going to get into the weekly rewind.
0: Something tells me.
1: Weekly rewind. All right. The Wildcats split the home games uh, against the Rempart and the Dakar, bringing the record to 11 7 seven two and one for twenty five points, third in the Maritimes and fifth in the Eastern Conference. Thursday, uh, not only did it, it was it as a two for win. Uh, Jeremy and I won as we as we. Uh, let everyone know at the start of the show and on the social medias. And <laughs> and the Wildcats ended up getting a 4-2 victory over Quebec. Um, just like I said on the post-game show, and you've said many times over, beat the teams you're supposed to beat. And uh, that's another one. that That is another one. They were coming in, and you could just tell Moncton was fired up to, to get that W. And they hung on. I won't say they hung on. The Rampart controlled most of the play in the first 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think it was two or three times you looked over, and you're like, they're not on a power play. They're not on a power play. But Moncton took advantage. I mean, they had seven shots uh, in each of the first two periods, and they were tied 2-2, nine shots in the third, and they got the two goals to to get the victory. So they took advantage of the limited opportunities they had and put the puck in the net. Yeah,
0: and I think arguably the the turning point of this game is that Blagden fight, uh, yes. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, because I think it, Quebec had just tied it up, I think. Uh, and then the fight was, uh, just shortly after that. Uh, and then we, uh,
1: cause. Yeah, they tied it. Cornuier tied it at sixteen thirty seven, And then I think he had the hit on OJ. Yeah. Which was questionable and blagged in. And then the fight was when.
0: Uh, 19 minutes. Like, so, three so, minutes later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, the third. That gave the team some life going into the third. And, uh, they didn't look back. Uh, you know, I gotta give bad props to, uh. Uh, I, I know he didn't get the goal there, but Miles Mueller, um, <laughs> on that game, winner, man, yeah. Uh, if he would have put that in, uh, I think the roof would have blown off the building, uh, cause that would have been one hell of a goal. Uh, but he stuck with it and he made the play. Um, so <laughs> he's like probably one, at this point, you know, he's not, he, the points aren't coming. The goals aren't there, but he's arguably one of the more underrated players on this team. Yeah. He he almost reminds me of a seventeen-year-old Francis Langlois where you know he he comes in he's he's getting, you know he he's in and out of the lineup to a little bit, but he's still he's he's contributing right. He's yeah. doing his job. He's not getting the points, but he's doing the little things. But he's doing the little things, yeah. and he's like, and I see like next season he's going to take a big step. Uh, so you know, <laughs> it's he's a player that you know at the start of training camp.
1: I was like, I don't think this guy has a chance to make the team. Uh and last then, year we had that oh Miles Mueller experiment. Yeah. All right, a twelfth okay. round pick. Okay. All right, cool. That's, another one. Another That's, late rounder. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, and then he makes that that Switzerland yeah. team at the uh, under 18s I think, in the in the uh, summertime. Yep. And then at that point, you're you're he's coming to a training camp as an, a player with international experience. It's tough to cut a player with international experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's proven uh you know to be well worth uh the ice time that he's been given and uh jeez man I, I wish he would have scored that goal but at the same time i he, he did the right thing uh and uh poof, you know i don't think you can get a a better place shot by uh by DeGrosse on that on that game winner so tell me something good about this one <laughs> i think it's pretty obvious <laughs> you know uh, uh yeah, tell me something good. Is that yeah. uh, that fifty fifty win <laughs> that uh, when, when we went to claim our money, they they thought that uh, the person might have left. Yeah. So, you know, we wanted to, to watch the end of the game. Yeah, uh, but we we cashed in, and uh, I I'm, you know, sa- sadly some of that money is going to be gone. But uh, I'll hang on
1: to it. And but if there's a time to win it, the week before December when the yeah. Christmas season yeah. is coming is is a perfect week. And you're right, like. Langwa is getting better. I mean, I think he was a player we expected a lot of from last year, and I think not playing with Hudson maybe hurt him because he's got to be the guy. And like you said, Mueller and Langwa, they're playing together. Max Barbashev made his return in that game. Um, I kind of like that line. I think that's a, a pretty decent second line. Um, Casey and Lounsbury made their debut the following night mm-hmm. uh, against Baykomo, which talk about playing down to the competition. Um, and it was just kind of a letdown game. Um, they were so amped up to play Quebec. <clears throat> and just coming down off that high of beating a team that's contending for Memorial Cup and, you know, a team that they're not expected to beat. And against Como they had spots. Like, they had the, what, two minutes that they got back in the game. Uh, LaBelle got his seventh in seven games. Langmore got a goal again. Um, but... It just, it just wasn't good enough, and I think it was just to come down from the Quebec game for me. See, I'm, just... I'm,
0: I'm grinding my teeth here because I I I just don't know if I can say that they played down to the opponent. Um, Baycom was Bacon was coming into this game winning three in a row. True, and Olivier Adam at this point was probably one of the hottest goalies. Five in, the in a row, I think. Yeah, um, so to say that they played down to their opponent, you're right. Um, I can't say that. I, I
1: think, think I mean in terms of standings. Like, standings, yeah. Standings I mean wise, they,
0: they should have. They, you know what I mean? You know, if they can if they can beat Quebec, they can beat Baycomo. But you know, Baycomo was coming in this game. You know, on a, on a hot streak. Um, this was actually their first road win of the season, um, and Wah-wah. I think they won. the, did they win the next night too? Did they get two in a row? Uh, Where do they go after the Moncton game? Um,
1: Bathurst. No, they lost in Bathurst on Saturday. I think they went to Charlotte. They didn't know. They, okay, they lost, oh, to,
0: they lost in overtime to St.
1: John. Big Como. And uh, something tells me, that didn't they win the next game? They beat... Uh, no, they beat us, 3-2, and then they lost in overtime to St. John. Right. And they beat they got beat by Bathurst, eight, 3 Right. Okay, so they they almost beat
0: St. John because yeah. they... I think Francis tied it up with, like, 30 seconds left in the game. Yeah, And then they won in overtime. So... Yeah. Um... That's I just that's why I say I I can't say that they played down to, they were just coming in in a hot streak, uh, hot goalie and they're they you know they're they're, they're a good team they're riding yeah. high right, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I just mean in terms of the standings like this is a team that yeah, you're I, I know, supposed I know, to beat and I know what you mean yeah. I, I know what you
0: mean, uh, but uh, t- you know to t- to say that they, I just I just I don't think they look too down on their opponent but yeah. I, I know what you mean when you stand yeah, the yeah. standings So yeah. uh, that that part makes sense. But uh you know they Bacomo uh road. rode their way <laughs> to victory <laughs> and uh you know they almost got a, a win the next night uh, in St. John too. So uh, just something about those back to backs. Yeah, uh, yeah, they they made they made that worth that road trip worthwhile, you yeah. know. Um three points out of uh, out of a possible six, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Which, is, you know, anytime you can get three out of six uh, on a maritime road swing, you know. Far travel, well, uh, bad travel, you know, no. it's, uh, it's not that far, but, uh, you know, it, it's the, the Quebec teams, if you're not a, you know, championship contender, in most cases, these Quebec teams struggle on the maritime road trip. Uh, so for Bay you know, to, to come in and get three out of possible six, I think that's a, that's a huge success. So tell me something good about this one. Um, oh geez. I, I actually forgot to do one for this game. I got one. I knew the 50-50 was, uh, was an obvious one.
1: I got one if you... Yeah, if, give her. Uh, Preston Yeah, getting his first yeah. uh, QMJHL yeah, points. Obvious. funny. I just kind of guessed on the live. I was like, well, they're probably going to be without... I mean, Pavan got hurt. They're probably going to be without a player. They'll probably call up Preston Lansbury, He makes the most sense. Sure enough, he was there, got his first, and uh, Nathan Casey got his first as a Wildcat yep. this season, uh, making his return. I thought he looked good. Uh, they were both on the fourth oh, line with Blagden. Like his speed, I, th- I think they're missing that. Sp- they were missing that speed a little bit on that uh, on that fourth line. I thought those those three players played really good. Yeah, Preston Lounsbury's going to be a player in
0: this yeah. league. Uh, yeah, you know, I think he's uh, to me he's he's not a top six guy. This is, but this is going to be easily a third line player. Yeah, um, you know, and I think uh, between him and and Nathan Casey, these are two players who I think are are going to end up being. Uh, you know, line mates for, for a couple years. years uh, because Nathan Casey, I mean, he's got underrated speed and he's just such an effective uh, in a third line, like a third line role. Same with, with Preston Lounsbury. He's got that upside that he's going to put up points as a third liner as well. So uh, these are two guys that uh, I think, you know, going forward, you know, starting next season
1: mm-hmm. will be, you know, looking good on that third line. And, uh, you know, now the, the team's on their way to three games and four um, as they go to Drummondville tonight. Uh, and then they got the four year on Friday, the Huskies on Saturday. Um, this, is, this is probably the toughest of the road trips just based on travel. Uh, but, I mean, Drummondville's right where we are in the standings in the Western Conference. Valdors, uh, the, you know, I think they got 18 points. So, and the Huskies we lost to in a shootout, I believe uh on november nope october 24th um so i mean it's been a while since we've seen them but three games six points this is kind of the competition you're playing like this is the teams that you should be playing you know this will be a bit of a test for for these guys uh on the road and for some of these guys the ability to have their families there in Drummondville, yeah um is a big is a big thing yeah, there's there's gonna be a lot of Wildcats fans in Drummondville. There's
0: because yep. uh, it's it's very close. Uh, obviously, <laughs> the drive to to Aranda Aranda and, and Val Dory is uh, a little more on the uh, maybe not as on, many on in the Valdor gas and huskies, Huskies. Well, uh, <laughs> you never know. They might go for that uh, that that patin across the street from the uh, the rink in, in Ruin Aranda. Apparently, it's one of the best in the world. Uh, we have to get there. Yeah, eventually. But no, there's gonna be uh, a crap ton of Wildcats fans at this game in Drummondville, and uh, there's also gonna be a debut. Uh, as we, uh, as we shared on, the, on the Twitter, yep. um, yesterday afternoon, uh, Alex Mercier got the, is getting the call up for the road trip. Uh, you know, going to make his Wildcats debut and, uh, this is big, uh, might be another one possibly later in the road trip. Not sure, but, uh, we'll see about that one, but definitely Mercier will be there, um, as reported by, uh, Sean Hatchard in the Times and Transcripts. So, um, Obviously, the injury bug is uh, still still hitting the team. Uh, loshing Pavin, Ty Bell, uh, Ethan Dolmont, uh, Morans away Moran's at U uh, seventeen, having a heck of a tournament, leading all defensemen. Yeah, yeah. Um, as pointed out by us, uh, us. Um, yep. So, uh, and it's some some team decided to <laughs> put together put a put tweet a about picture. four hours yeah. later. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. There's that, and you uh, could see Tyler
1: Peddle for the first time. He's at U17s. Never mind. We don't get to see him. Yeah. That's a bit of a bonus, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. He's at U17s, uh, but no. I don't know why I
1: don't think he would be there when our guy is there. Yeah. But.
0: Uh, the, no, Jordanville is a good team. Uh, I'm, you know, I've always been a fan of Luke Woodworth. Um, Simon Hughes, I don't, you know, he doesn't seem to be playing much in Jordanville. Mm-hmm. When I said earlier that uh, when you're talking to Johnny about uh, maritime players, it might need, ch- might need a change of scenery. Yep. That's, that's one player that. All uh right. I wouldn't mind um, as a, as a trade for the future, and yeah, Justin Cote. Uh, it's a it's a good young team. Uh, for some reason, Sean Stewart's still on the roster, but that's not happening. No. Uh, yeah, good run, good good young team. Um, probably a team that uh, will c- contend again in a couple of years, and I think we're. I wouldn't necessarily say we're on the well. I would say we're on the same projection in terms of uh, of, of where we are going forward. Uh, so you know, this what, is Jaminville, Jaminville, and Moncton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we've got uh, they've got Riley Mercer as a uh, as a young goalie. We've got Fillion as a young goalie. Uh, they've had a couple good def- young defensemen back there. They've got some young forwards. Uh, so I, you know, I see I see our teams kind of on the same uh, same track. Yeah. So this should be a, re- a
1: really good game. And then we get the uh, rebuilding foyer... year uh, I mean, I don't think Justin Robitaille will be there much longer. Uh, he'll probably likely be moved at the deadline. That's a pretty big piece for a team hosting a a M Cup. Um, I mean, this is a team that went all in, so they're a very young team uh, on their first uh, first year in the rebuild. So, I yeah, mean, the sooner they can trade off their players, the better. Uh, yeah. because
0: that um, yeah, you know, we've got their 2023 first can confirm. Um, so, you know, obviously, I think who's got their first this year. I gotta believe it's Bay Como, that's right. Yeah, yeah Como does. So, wow, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> Baycomo tough. could have two uh, yeah. could have two lottery picks, and um, yeah,
1: so that's that's obviously Seemed to work Hal- out for Halifax last year. Yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, I mean, six points, you'd be happy with four.
0: Yeah, Denny had a good poll there earlier. Um, did you yesterday? Vote on it? I did. Yeah, I did. I did it three to four. I did three to four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would. I would think that would be uh you know based on. You know, what I like about this road trip is the day off after the Drummondville game. Yeah. Uh, because that, you know, that trip up, uh, you know, up northwest Quebec is, is a long haul. Yeah. And, uh, but it's also very scenic. I think they go through the Montremblanc area. So very, very mountainous, <laughs> if that's the word. Um, yes. So it'd be fun for the, for the, for the players to, uh, to go through. Obviously, they've, they've done the trip before. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, this is always one of those trips where uh, is it the Val the Valdor game is the uh, is the last one? No, we play Valdor first, right? Yeah, we play Valdor. Yeah. So maybe Friday. it's one of those things where uh, you know there's a there's an incentive for the boys on this road trip. It's uh, we've seen it done before, where uh, you know if they can go in and. Play well and, and get six points. Maybe there's a uh, a jet waiting for them at the airport in Runa Randa after the game Ooh. to uh, fly them home instead of taking the bus. So uh, we've seen that incentive before <laughs> uh, from that road trip. Um, so we'll see if it happens again. Yeah, that's
1: uh, poor Bernie. Never gets yeah, the it's a, <laughs> it's never gets the advantage of that. Poor Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to drive up there with a bus full of players, but uh, hey, take all the gear home. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Take, take your time. No <laughs> yeah. rush. Just yeah. no uh, rush. You know. We don't need it uh, for another two weeks. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and who knows? Maybe we'll see if we can get uh, get Voice of the Wildcats Tim Roselle back after a road trip. There and, you go. Uh, It'll be all right. You know, see how that road trip went. But uh, you ready for everyone's favorite part of the show? Uh, I am. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get to it.
2: Eric Murray, Realtor, buyer house from him. Stick tap of the week.
1: <laughs> Never <laughs> gets so old. I, I love that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so
0: as everybody knows, uh, I've, I've lived in, you know, New Brunswick for the majority of my life. Uh, and a lot of, um, a lot of nights, uh, growing up was spent in front of the TV watching the CTV six o'clock news. Uh, and, um, you know, last night was, uh, really the end of an era in, uh, maritime, the maritime news scene. Uh, Steve Murphy, um, is, is, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hanging up the microphone, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. It's, uh, he's, you know, he's an icon. Uh, An icon for, I mean, I remember I've been watching him on the 6 o'clock news on CTV for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. I can't even remember how long it's been. He's just been on the air for for that many years. And, uh, you know, one of the more respected uh, gentleman in, in the news, you know, media scene, uh, you know, in Atlanta, Canada, if not all of Canada. Yeah. Um, you know, he stuck to his roots, always stayed in the Maritimes, didn't go take a big, you know, big job in Ottawa, uh, to, to cover, you know, Parliament Hill, you know, he, he stuck to his roots. Um, so yeah, last night uh, was his last show and, uh, you know, it's, it, like I said, end of an era. He's an icon. Uh, and, um, you know, it's, it's going to be tough watching that news without him. And he probably won't see this, probably doesn't know we exist, but, uh, it's like that a lot with the, with the, uh, the (laughs) the stick tap of the week. Um, so, uh, Steve Murphy, uh, if you're watching or listening, uh, this one's for you, uh, all the best in your retirement. Um, we will miss you. Be well. The stick tap of the week sponsored by Eric Murray real estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802.
1: I figured your stick tap was coming out of Halifax. I didn't uh, didn't think it was going to be Steve out of Halifax. That was going to be the boost heads at halifax oh well yeah, there's night, there's yeah. there was
0: there was going to be um yeah that was obviously their 90s yeah. night was going to be uh, a stick an easy stick tap of the week but, but you, yeah i like that stick tap better s- some things are a little yeah. more important yeah. and we like to you know keep it out uh, you know stick
1: away from hockey yeah. right it's it's um what i what i always liked about steve like Coming out here for four years. Yeah. When he has a guest on, whether it be a political guest or sometime guest, mm-hmm. dude takes no crap. Yeah. Very fair. He literally asks the questions that you want asked. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't set him up with, you know, fluff pieces to give an easy answer. Yeah, and exactly. You've seen it, especially the past year and a half yeah. with the uh, Higgs, and he, yeah, he does there's, not. There's give. been a lot of elections. Yeah. Uh, there's
0: been a New Brunswick election. There's been a federal election. There's yeah. been a Nova Scotia election. Yeah. Uh, you know, this guy's fair. He's, he's very yeah. fair. He doesn't, you know, regardless of which political party he votes fair votes for, he yeah. definitely doesn't show it in these interviews. He, no. you know, whether it's someone, uh, wearing green, orange, red, or blue, purple. You um, get the
1: same questions and the same take no shit yeah. attitude. Yeah. True
0: professional. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: you know, always, um, you know, just, I, I, I can't put it into words just because of how, you know, how much of an impact... Uh, he's meant to the, to the news world, uh, around here and my household, you know, it's, yeah. he's just someone that you'd, you'd always eat dinner, you know, as a family at six o'clock with the TV on in the kitchen to watch Steve Murphy. So, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, like I said, end of an era. Um, if I were to give an honorable stick tap, obviously to the, to the moose heads, uh, for the further 90s night just on Yeah, everything believable. from the
1: lineup um the lineups <sighs> to the jerseys to the music to the to the commercials to the commercials they the commercials ATV from commercials the, from yeah, yeah. Like, Doogie hauser from the 90s like my god yeah you're going to do era nights and you're wearing the same jerseys current like you have the ability to have four different eras of jerseys no Like, (laughs) having an air night or a 90s night doesn't count if you just play music. It Mm -hmm. doesn't count. I'm sorry. And they did 90s night better than a lot of teams do 90s night. So, yeah, that's... Fix it. Anyways, uh, moving on to the Rosemary Lynn Massage. uh, Can I I get another one? uh, It'll tie into that. Don't worry. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Rosemary Lynn Massage, uh, Wildcast of the Week. She's back for another uh, season sponsoring, and they're having a very special discount right now 15% off all healthcare workers and first responders. Just go to rosemarylynnmassage.businesssite and download the coupon till January 1st, 2022. So you got just about a month left. Uh, And if you want to, uh, if you're not a healthcare worker or a First responder, just give her a call at 506-830-1224. And the Wildcats Wildcat of the Week is a player we talked about a little bit uh, earlier in the show. Um, I don't know if the expectation was just too high coming into the season off having a season he had with uh, with Jacob Hudson last year. Uh, but, you know, Francis Langlois has just gotten better and better. He had a goal in each uh, – an assist against Quebec. He had a, a snipe of a goal against Bay Como. So two points in two games. Um, and like you said, he's, if Mueller's going to model himself around a player, Langwall is that type of player. He's not putting up a lot of points last year or in our two years where we had, you know, stellar teams, but he did the little things. He did the grinding. He went into the dirty areas. Um, so for that, he is the Rosemary Lynn Massage Wildcat's Wildcat of the week as well. Yeah. So, um,
0: this has obviously hasn't been confirmed, but, um. We've we've been able to do a little investigative work. A few hints out there. Yeah. Um. So Langway and uh, Thomas Darcy seems to have. Uh, they seem to have started like a side hustle, if you want to put it that way. Um. On Instagram, um, Nasta underscore B L V D, which I'm assuming stands for uh, Boulevard.
1: Yeah, nostalgia, nostalgia Boulevard is what I'm guessing because okay. it's older. Yeah, that nostalgia makes sense. Like clothes. Yeah, I I never. We're even not thought hip, of, but, but yeah. What I didn't think of that. <laughs> uh, anyway, first thing, yeah. Um, nostalgia yeah.
0: clothing. Yeah. So they're gonna be selling and buying uh, vintage clothes, and um, so this this got a lot of. You know, I was like, everybody was sharing this. I'm like, yeah. what is this? And yeah. then uh, you know, I looked at the page, and it seems like you know they're they're gonna be uh, they've got a business going on. So uh, that's that's exciting. You know, it's. Uh, if that's any indication and you know they've they've got their their site set on a on a business here in Moncton maybe uh maybe we're going to be hanging on to 16 a lot longer than uh than yeah. I'm thinking so yeah, uh we'll see uh but this looks interesting um check it out they've got one post on there it's already like a vintage Baltimore Orioles shirt and hat with Jordans. some uh yeah some Jordans and some uh Le- looks like some Wranglers some Levi, Levi Wranglers yeah, something like that um so, we're not fashionistas, yeah, people. We're not, we're uh, not fashionistas. You know, we're not walking the red carpet here at the <laughs> uh, New York Fashion Show. Yeah. But uh, this looks like an interesting uh, you know, page to follow. So yeah, on Instagram, N-O-S-T-A underscore B-L-V-D, uh, which appears, uh, as we said, to be the new side hustle for uh, Francis Langlois and Thomas Darcy. So uh, go get them, boys.
1: Yeah. And uh, hey, we're always here if you want to uh, be a sponsor. <laughs> uh, but yeah we'll share that uh that page i mean i'm sure if you follow a lot of the players you probably saw it yesterday so um that'll do it for us i mean we want to thank uh johnny rocket from up in bathurst uh, jumping on to discuss the bathurst situation and uh you know get into a little trade speculation a couple weeks early uh don't forget please drive safe in this weather um snow is back it sucks but uh just uh, take your time, and uh, yeah, we'll be back week uh, next week to hopefully wrap up a successful road trip and get ready for a two-game homestand against Valdor and Victoriaville, which I believe is the uh, Skate with the Cats night against Victoriaville two weeks from uh, this Sunday. So that's it for us. Have a good week.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.